0: Guys, welcome to this week's episode of Ponte Pilas. Today I have Miguel and Darian. Um, Darian, Miguel, can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, so um, my name is Darian. Um, I'm born and raised here in Massachusetts. Um, I would consider myself an entrepreneur um, since as far as I can go back. Um, But what I like to do mostly is, um, you know, help the people that, um, you know, we're doing business with.
2: Miguel? Hi, my name is Miguel Mireles. I was born in the Dominican Republic. I've been here since 93. I've also been in sales for over 20 years now. So one of the one of my favorite things to do is just helping out, helping out people. I, I teach my kids the same, too.
0: What got you guys into sales? I know this is definitely a very specific field. Personally, myself, I've been in sales all my life. I have my reasons. I want to hear, you know, what 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 inspired
1: you guys to get into that field specifically? So with me, it all started when I was a little kid. I don't know, um, like, if you went to middle school here, but, like, you know, they would have peop- the kids sell chocolates, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, it was my thing you know, I'm very competitive by by nature. And it was like my thing to like get out there and sell the most chocolates. I I don't even remember what the prize was, um, if there was any. Um, Maybe it was just recognition. But um, I remember going out there um, here in Lawrence, Massachusetts, and selling these chocolates. um, And it was in the winter. It was rain. There was like slush out there, but I was committed to sell as many chocolates as I could
0: (laughs) door to door (laughs) door to door. (laughs)
1: So it it goes back to that. Um, You know, it also goes back to um, this one book I read, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad um, by Robert Kiyosaki. And um, in this book, he mentions that, um, you know, you you dictate how much you make when you're doing sales. um, And that's something that always interested me. So those are some things that um, got me into sales. Um, also, you know, coming from a coming from a you know a single mother on welfare, um, you know, those are things that really pushed me to be the best I can be.
2: That's beautiful.
0: How about you, Miguel?
2: Well, um, sales. I guess that I I have that in my blood because my father my father he's a salesman. Well, he was. Still alive, but he he retired already. And my mom, she was also in sales. And then I don't know, I always since I was a little kid, I mean, I did the same like in my school. I was yeah. always trying to sell the most. You know, they put you to, you know, through all that kind I mean, all those sales and stuff. <laughs> trying to sell candy to the family and all that stuff, you know, I was, you know, just trying to be pushy with the sales. So still kind of have that which has been working really well you know uh you get in there picking That's up good. little by little every day
0: for me honestly for me it was i was very shy i wasn't an outgoing person i really wasn't like oh let me go out there door knock or sell candies i did like that competition but i was in the, the face of it you know for me seeing my mother struggle was one of the biggest reason why i got into sales she's been cleaning houses her whole life just you know single mom well i, I I have a stepdad, but I felt like she was a single mom because all the weight was on her. And for me, it was like, I need to make money, good money, but not working as hard. You get me like yeah. physical labor. And my older brother was the one that really got me into sales. And he's like, oh, let's take a look at this. He's always been the entrepreneur, one of the family, I would say. But it's in our blood because as soon as I got a taste of it, it's like it opened my my eyes to different possibilities. And for me, it was like that that fueled the fire underneath me to be like. This is where I want to be, you know?
1: Absolutely.
0: Can you guys share a little bit of story of your childhood? Or I know you mentioned right now, you know, selling candies. You grew up in a household where, you know, people are sales, and that environment oh, yeah. is very, like, and, and culture-wise as well. You know, I'm Mexican. It's very, like, competitive space. Can you guys talk a little bit about your upbringing and how that has influenced in what the people you guys are today?
1: Um, what I can say about my upbringing is... You know, we were pretty much poor. You know, coming from a family that where it's just one um, single mother, Um, so I didn't really have all the cool stuff that like you know my friends had or my cousins had. You know, that had both of their parents, and so you know those were those were things that really motivated me to get to a point. You know, when I grow up, I want to be able to have you know everything that I want because right now. You know, I don't. And so that's one thing that I'm um, growing up really like, you know, in, in a position of, of poverty really helped me like now. It's like now, you know, I can control how much I make. And, um, you know, I don't want to go back to that pretty much. Yeah. yeah.
0: How about you, Megan? Yeah, I don't. How How's I'm your insane. family? How was financially you guys growing up?
2: Well, my mom, she's always been a hard worker.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, she'll work 12 hours a day. She, I mean, she's retired. She's still working, <laughs> you know, 12 hours a day.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, I even told her the other day, listen, I mean, I mean, she'll be tired. Like, nah.
0: Yeah.
2: You're crazy. I get, I'll i get sick if I stay home.
0: It's true, though. It's yeah. True. Yeah.
2: So, you know, she, like, she likes working, you know. And the same, well, my father, he took different approach he, yeah. he's retired he's done doesn't want to do any work anymore so yeah I,
0: so I think it happens as men you know like we're a little bit more conscious of our longevity when you get older especially now that I'm in my 30s like damn like you know health becomes a, more, a little bit more important than income at, at, at certain yeah. certain points at least for now for next year definitely still achieving my goals and going after financial freedom is a purpose but also aligned with health I think for me, it's like I this year alone, I think I put my health as in the back burner. And it's really catching up to me, not just mentally, but also physically, you know. So I could really understand why your dad is like, I'm putting the gas. I already was successful in this. Let me focus on myself, my being. And for your, for like your mom, my mom still cleans, does all these things. I'm like, ma, you don't need to work anymore. And she's like, and then she says the same things like, oh, if I stop working, I'm, I'm done. You know, oh, yeah. it's that things like, oh. It gets it gets me going. She it's not even for the money for her. It's just getting out, being distracted, and doing things, living. Oh, yeah. So it's good to see them as they're older because, you know, at least for me, I reflect and it's like, okay, how do I envision my future? You know, how what are the things that they they struggled with that I don't want to struggle anymore? You know, mm-hmm. and those things, you know, like health is definitely a key thing, and also still having the freedom to work, not by choice, but because you want to that will to work. And I think as entrepreneurs, you guys are are making some impact right now. So, like, it prepares you for your future. Can you guys talk a little bit about what you guys have boiling in right now in your in your guys' business that is going to create that financial freedom for you guys in the future?
1: I think um, you hit, like, the nail right on the head talking about, um, you know, health before, you know, like, financial Um cause that's actually something that we're like really heavily invested in right now, which is, um, like need based business. Um, what's a person's like main need is it's really just, you know, their health, how they're doing. Um, and we can help in a number of ways, you know, what are the four things that are most important to, to humans? Like, um, you know, um, health, um, one is, um, you know, the air quality that they have. Uh, two is the water that they drink. Uh, three is diet. You know, what kind of food you're eating that's huge. And also exercise. So those are all human needs. You know, some people may do less um, or be less conscious of those things. But, um, you know, those four things are, are, are like a, a short map to make sure that you're on the right track. Um, and one of the things we're working on right now is actually um, our business is uh, New England Water Pros. So we help with w- one of those four, which is um, water quality. So um, I don't know, most people don't look at their water reports, but um, what, what's in your water will shock you. Um, and we're here to help with the contaminants that are found in every city and state across New England. Um, so we're working with that. And we have some um, pretty cool things in the pipeline. Yeah. Not just the water.
2: We also we have air filters as well. So we just signed a contract yesterday with a big company. Yeah. So we will be adding more stuff to New England Water Pros. And, I mean, we're going to be able to pimp your home from solar, water, air, insulation, window, mini mini splits, and all that stuff.
1: Did you just say pimp your home? Pimp your home, yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be able to pimp your
0: home. we got exhibit in the room.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Get a security system for your home, and, you know, we, we got it all.
0: And that's good. You know, I think it's a great time because after the pandemic, when everyone was forced to be home, we kind of saw the little gaps of things that we didn't have in our home. Where I, At least prior to that, I can remember just being so consumed with being at work was 80% of my time and I would just go home to sleep and not even eat, you know, we'd never really ate at home. So the pandemic kind of forced us to kind of live in our homes and really enjoy it. And also see what are the things, you know, like food, the air quality and all those. And I think now people are more conscious about that. I know in social media, we're, we tend to see like all the things that are kind of like we're kind of molded to the, I would say the government you know, are molding us to, to their benefits, you know. They feed us pharmaceutical drugs, you know, pollution in the water, and the food. Even now, like, you, fruits are not even safe, you know. You got to look at your eggs that they're range-free, cage-free eggs, you know, because there are studies that that does make a difference. So it's great to see that you guys, you know, bringing that control to the consumer, that they can, you know, see the benefits and the reasons why those, those things are important. What is it? We're made of 60 percent of water and what we consume is, is is everything without water. How many days is it without water? We can't survive.
1: I think like five I, days. I or believe something it's like, like three to five days three that three you can survive days. without water. And, and yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, like there's studies now that, that say that and like you can Google this, um, like one in three men will end up with cancer or one in five women will end up with cancer and it's like you wonder like how is this happening right like this isn't happening this wasn't happening you know 30 years ago but it's happening now and if you look at like um like cancer maps you'll see that um it's all mostly one in america and two heavily uh focused in industrial areas so massachusetts is a very industrial state Um, so it was all of new England, um, in the water, there's, um, there's PFAS, forever chemicals. And then to, um, circle back to what you said, pharmaceuticals, there's also pharmaceuticals in the water. So if, um, you know, I, I had a headache today, um, I drank an ibuprofen, um, you know, a few hours later, cause I drank a lot of water, you know, I extract that, that, um, my, you know, my waist and the ibuprofen goes down, you know, the urinal, um, that ibuprofen, no matter how many times it's treated by the water treatment plant, it's still in circulation. Um, same thing with, um, forever chemicals. Yeah. And so that's something, um, that's huge. And, you know, that's why we're in a need based business and our, our filters actually get rid of that stuff, which is that's amazing. We,
2: We went to a place in Maine, it's, uh, what was the name of that place again?
1: Uh, Fairfield, man. Fairfield, okay. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: We were working in the area. There was a lot of cancer in the area. One of the homeowners explained to him why, I mean, they had this issue downstairs. I mean, down there. Yeah. They had the, um, what is it there again? You got more information than I do. So
1: um, I, we walk into this um, guy's house, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in the field with one of our guys, um, helping him close a deal, uh, a lead. Um, all right. Solar sold. Uh, we're walking out. Um, he was like, Oh, where did you guys park? And I said, Oh, right down the street. Um, it, it looks like there's like a little factory right next to your house, but I parked right down the street, like right in front of it. He's like, Oh, you mean the, the, um, the Dixie company, you know, the paper plates and cups. I was like, yeah. Exactly, he was like, "Oh yeah," and then um, he made a joke. Uh, We stayed, you know, chatting um, at the door for a little bit. He's like, "Yeah, the FBI is actually here in town at least two times a month." I'm like, "The FBI? Like last time I heard that word FBI was like me watching like Men in Black or something." Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, not Men in Black, but um, what's out of the movie with Will Smith? Um, and so he was telling me, he was like, "Hey, so yeah, this town has a huge problem." Google it Um, and and there's let me like I bounce around. Um, There's there's actually problems closer to to us right here, Um, like within a 20 mile radius that I'll I'll, I'll touch on. But um, Dixie paper cups, um, if you Google it, the people in Fairfield, they're not even allowed to sell their eggs if they have eggs or if they have any livestock like cows and stuff like they can't sell milk. They can't sell meat. They're forbidden. Um, there's one article, um, and you guys can check this out where there's a lady saying, Oh my God, we moved up here and this is a huge problem. Um, how are we going to sell our house? If the water that's coming through our pipe, through our pipes is poisonous. And like, um, you know, from my, from my, um, recollection, me reading this article, um, she also mentions that, um, you know, one of her family members got ill because yeah. of the water and, um, it's the the problem that's causing the cancer are the forever chemicals, uh, the PFAS, PFAS, and the PFAS. If you Google this, this is a this is a chemical that no matter how many times it's treated by chlorine at your water treatment plant, it's there forever. That's why they call it forever chemicals. So that that's pretty much what we've seen in Maine. It's insane. It was sad. And this is happening sad. in our it was, backyard.
2: It was just all all over the place down there. Mm-hmm. I just said no. Do you
0: think, think it's what also people consuming directly from the tab or it's just in general their habits,
1: washing hands, showering, so, everything? So this is something that's crazy, but um, we actually do a chlorine test and this is just for chlorine. So yeah. just imagine you know X,YZ chemicals yeah. um, You actually absorb chlorine through your, your skin, so when you're taking a shower, seven times faster than you would if you drink it. okay in the cup. And, and um, and, you know, everybody has showers with tap water, you know, course, unless yeah. you have a filter. And so you absorb those contaminants seven times faster through your skin than you do if you drink them. That's crazy.
0: I actually just on the way here, I was on Instagram and there was an article that in California that just passed a law that they're going to allow the companies that, you know, do all the waste, everything that goes down your toilet to be able to filtrate that water and recycle it back to your tap. They, that was just signed into law today in California.
2: Right. Now that you mentioned that, have you been to Lowell through 110? No. There's a plant, like on the left-hand side, right, like right before you get to Lowell, it really smells around there. Yeah. Bad. You get all that water in there from toilets and all over the place. So where do you think that water ends yeah, up? that's
0: for? true, where it ends up.
2: Yeah, it's the it's right it's right there, right next to the Merrimack Mar- uh river. That's where we get get our water in this area.
0: Dude, that's crazy, man. Well I'm it's glad like you guys you drive
2: by there now it smells like bad. Yeah. So they put all this kind of chemicals in, in the water and then it's coming back home.
0: What do you think is the biggest struggle in your field? You know, I, I think, you know, with sales, is you know, it's just selling the value and everything. But I think more than anything, you guys are focusing now on educating people, right? And I think personally, I found educating people is just they're stuck to their own ways or they're hesitant to new things. Or even being told that, hey, listen, what you've been fed all these years is actually a lie. You know, it's not benefiting you. Well, You we, guys being in the field, what do you guys experience? No,
2: we got... We we can prove it. I mean, yeah. well, you know, when we go to a door talking about the water, we can prove it. I mean, every city had on. I mean, on the website, yeah, you could go in it, check what's on your water, how many contaminants it, your water has, and I mean, it's open to the public. Yeah, you know, we're not lying. I mean, it's all there. I mean, water filters. It's not a luxury, like I said. It's something that you really need mm. at home. Yeah, you know. It. I've been. I mean, we've been doing really well with the water filtration system. We've been getting a lot of people from the solar field. They also doing filters. Yeah. It's quick money. They can make up to three thousand five hundred dollars on one sale. And next day installation. Okay. They get paid as soon as it gets installed, they get paid right away. We have how many? What is
0: it? 27
2: guys so far?
0: That's amazing.
2: All all, all from the, well, I would say 90% of them from the solar field.
0: What advice would you give to someone that's trying to get in your field?
2: Or, you know, you work with,
0: with you guys and what you guys do, whether water. solar or water filtration.
2: Well, we do, I mean, solar is a different thing that we're doing through, you know, yeah. through a big company, you know, But uh, the water. I mean, you know, the solar, you've you done solar. Of course. You, the start on the solar process is hard.
0: Yeah.
2: That will hurt, if you have savings, that will hurt your savings big time. You know, uh, the best way to start water filters you get paid the other day i got paid what five times in, in a week you know one of our guys he gets he gets he gets in at least one cell every week so he's making $3,500 a week plus you know whatever other things he does he sold a mini split to our home yesterday that's you know some extra money right there
1: what's that the mini split so mini splits, um, they're pretty much like mini split heat pumps, whatever heat terminology pumps. you, you want to use. Okay. It's kind of like a, a more efficient way to heat your home. Okay, um, and it's instead of like using gas or oil, you're using electricity, um, and so it's much more efficient. The customer is going to save so much more money on uh, heating costs. Um, you do shift that um, that uh, that cost to your electricity. But you know we're in the business of solar as well, so it goes hand in hand.
0: Yeah. Building an efficient home, off either, the grid home, pretty much. you get solar, you
2: get water, you get a nail filter, you get so, you get something. Yeah.
0: Do you feel and, like people are becoming more conscious? Like they're, I, I know definitely solar is a little bit more popular now. It's a push with a lot of people. But you think people are now like seeing the benefits of bringing all their other products to a cleaner or cleaner energy it depends system? Depends.
2: I you... Blame it
0: to them. Yeah. You know, if they give if they give us the time,
2: you know, we, you know, we like I said, all this that we offer within our company and our other partner company that we work with, um, it's at no cost, not upfront cost to the customer. That's amazing. So you know, especially at this time right mm-hmm. now, you know,
1: <laughs> yeah, our main thing is helping um, you know the people like, where we came from, right? So, you know, Lawrence specifically is a is mostly, like, a low-income uh, city. So we like to help out a lot of people low-income, um, no matter what their credit score is. Um, you know, the people that really need the help, those are the people that, you know, we're, we're fighting for.
0: And those are usually the people that are targeted, you know, especially with, like, in different industries, redlining, you know, like, the big up companies, they, they, they make these moves purposely, you know, and I think you guys targeting that audience is is crucial because they don't have the support. They don't have the, the backing of people trying to look out for their best interests. There's
2: a lot of houses out there with problems right now. Yeah. I mean, I just had a guy yesterday, he needed a roof. He's barely making it, yeah. you know, he didn't have the money to do it. So, you know, we're going we gonna to get him a roof, a brand new roof. Yeah. And no cost for him.
0: That's amazing. He doesn't
2: have to get any loans or anything like that. We're gonna cover the whole thing for him.
0: That's amazing, and I think that's one of the things. Like in real estate, they don't really, they sell you the dream, right? Like be the homeowner, but they don't sell you the problems that comes with being a homeowner and the responsibility. Yeah. Um, and I've talked to a couple of people in different industries. There's a lot of people that do wholesaling and flips. And their, their audience is people that are struggling that they can maintain the home. It's out of their hands to even repair it because they're getting fines and, and, and lawsuits from the city itself that it's Back not only the, Texas. are they going to lose their house, but they also have all these fees and responsibilities and their house is not even working properly, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's true. It's, it's, uh, something that's really not talked about. I think even with social media, we talk about all the pretty things and things that are yeah. good in yeah. life, but, behind closed doors it's like there's so many things that are that are happening and yeah. especially in new England, the homes are free they're old they're all yeah, this hell yeah they're really expensive
2: old. too yeah. especially in this area it's yeah.
1: crazy i mean earlier this week i was in a house and the, the lady was like yeah my house was built in like 1857 i was like huh 18 what <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> you tell a kid now it's like 18 something they think it's like when jesus christ was born <laughs> i think for me it was crazy when um we we're doing solar the knob into i didn't even know what that was and then i researched it's it like what that's still in houses yeah, like
1: knob-in-tube.
0: lead and all these things is like it opened my eyes to like oh my god there's so many barriers to kind of fulfill a job you know um we're gonna go into the segment of ponte pilas in ponte pilas it. Comes from a place of discomfort, a place that you guys needed to go after your dream. I'll do it individually to you guys. Um, where were was a time in your life that you were stuck? Whether you're not satisfied financially, you're not satisfied career wise, or you just were not like needed a challenge in life. And like, what is it that pushed you to do that challenge? And how did you get out of that situation you were in? Well, to we'll me, start it happened with you.
2: twice this year.
0: Okay.
2: Um, well, when I first started with solar, like I said, the process was hard. Yeah. But, I mean, I was still getting paid, you know? I mean, because I did really well when I first started with Sumrun. Uh, to me, Sumrun is the solar university yeah. in the USA, in the world, I would say. Because this, I'm the type of person, I always follow results, there's so many people out there, like Don, Bonarigo, Nana, BC, Mackenzie, Jordan, McConnell. McConnell I yeah. mean, the tr- Jordan. Jordan, yeah, yeah, they mentioned Jordan. I mean, you see all these guys. I mean, they made a fortune out of out of the business. Yeah, that's the type of the kind of stuff that I like to follow. Always results. You know, the training out there—it's unbelievable. Even though it's sometimes you feel like it's a little too much. Yeah. But you know, you learn. You really get prepared there. You working with professionals. They will not put ego over business. They're all about business over there. Yeah. They will teach you. I mean how to go out there. You know, my big, my biggest fear was, you know, uh, getting out of my car. That was my hardest door in the beginning. Yeah. You know, I would drive around and you know for probably an hour, half hour. You know, end up not getting out of my car. The, there was this time I was like, "Nah, I got to do this." So when I first started, you know, I had sixty days to make it out of uh, combined. Mm-hmm. So I got out of there in eighteen days because I was like, "No, nah, I got to do this." Yeah. So you know, um, I I will save right now, even though I'm not with Samran, I will. You know, I'm so grateful. Yeah. For being part of that company.
0: Where were you working before sunrun? Where I was doing? I was
2: working themselves. Yeah. I have my own business. I was okay. I was a snack distributor.
0: Okay. I mean I also saw
2: cars before and you know I've been I've been all Hustling. over the place. Yeah. I do yeah. I, well I was a while ago I was I was a chef. I still <laughs> I'm the <laughs> chef of the family, put it that way. Yeah. Every, yeah. Every time they wanna get together, listen now. Miguel needs to cook. You know? So I like cooking. I like doing that too.
1: Yeah. Miguel is a good cook. Oh, yeah. There we go.
2: Yeah. So, like I said, I mean, anybody that, you know, wants to start the solo process, I will, if you really want to learn, go to somebody.
0: I think in sales in general, like door knocking is a whole nother beast of selling. Cause I've done sell more like corporate side. I worked in insurance. I worked in direct customers. I've done T Mobile, cars. So direct to consumer, they're coming to me, right? With insurance, I got a little taste of I have to prospect, network, build relationships, but you're still dealing with directly with consumers and now business owners. I think with Sunrun, I think it just, it really was raw in this truest form of sales. Like you said, getting out of the door was your biggest obstacle. That was my biggest. Oh, yeah. I've never experienced For me, it was like I've never experienced that kind of mental challenge of me looking within to kind of perform. It was not looking for the client. And like that, I think it's we can shine. You know, it's pretty easy. But when you have to fight with yourselves and really, you know, no challenge no. yourself, I think for me, that was like I, I, I love the experience at Sunrun, too. Like, I 100% agree. The The training is impeccable. Like, they, is, they really push I mean, you, They will really you know? teach you,
2: man, that, about the business.
0: I have so much respect to their self-process and training. everything. <laughs> so they, they so... So, Darren, your question, your Ponte Pila's moment. Place of discomfort that you decided to challenge yourself. How'd you get out of it? And what advice would you give to someone going through that same thing you were facing?
1: Hmm. Point of discomfort... So I'll take it back. I mean, my childhood, um, well I'll say like my teens, um, when I was like around sixteen years old, um, you know, I was um not in the right scene, right? I wasn't with the right guys or lo tigre, like how they say in um, in Spanish. <laughs> so um, you know, I was in I was in Juvie at age sixteen. Um if you ask any one of my family members or even my best friends um they would think that I'd be in jail or worse. Um so you know I've had to overcome a lot of adversity in my life but um one thing now um and I, I like I always I always knew what I was capable of like right like there was people that would say like hey um you know like yeah you're going to end up in jail or this and that and i was always like no i'm not like i'm smarter than that right yeah. and so um uh, you know i overcame all of that i knew i was going to overcome that um but i would say when i like that's you know my adolescent life um you know when i opened up um my first official business i had a barber shop um i would say While I had my barbershop, that was like the equivalent. I had it for about five years. I would say that was like the equivalent of like going to like Bentley and getting like a master's degree in business. Yeah, I learned so much. And what was great about that business is that it was really hands on with people. Like I worked with a lot of people. Um, I worked with like, you know, politicians. I worked with attorneys. I worked with doctors, judges. And then I also worked. I also cut like, you know homeless people's hair and like, you know, Joe Schmo and, you know, your average customers. So I seen it all. I had to, you know, be a chameleon and kind of be able to work with every single person that's out there. And I was good at it. Um, I I had, I I could, you know, I could give like a leader of a gang a haircut and have a perfect conversation with him and get along with him. And I could, at the same extent, I could have a conversation with like, um, you know, somebody who's a judge, and, and really have like that, that connection with them. And so with business, it's exactly that. Um, aside from the barber shop, I would say like the next thing was probably like, you know, going into a corporate setting, right? I, I worked at AT&T. Um, now AT&T was a knowledge of uh, business for me too. Um, and that's something where, you know, started off as a rep, then became a manager, assistant manager, then I had my own store, and I broke national records there. It was really cool. Learned so much, but then I plateaued. Um, you know, when you when you hit the peak um, of a of a job, when you hit the highest level, you know, there's no more growing. Um, and and when you see the people that are above you, it's really not that big of a jump. Yeah. And so my my biggest adversity recently was also knocking doors. Um, you know, I went from. AT&;T where you actually sit in a store and wait for customers to walk in and they walk in every single day in yeah. masses yeah um, and you upsell those customers to now having to get out of my car door and having to sell people that I've never met seen anything right and so um, you know it was really um, tough from going from a profession where it's like okay I'm making a hundred grand a year. Um, I know I can continue doing this to then like, Hey, I'm leaving this. I'm starting an opportunity where it's all commission and I have to knock doors. Um, you know, that was tough, but I went in, um, you know, just like when I was younger and I, everybody thought like, Hey, this guy's not going to go anywhere. Um, you know, he's heading down the right path, but like, I knew like I was going to get out of that. Um, same thing with door knocking, like my wife is like, are you crazy? <laughs> you're making good money. Yeah. Um, if this is secure, you have a 401k, you have health oh, insurance, yeah. you're going to go door knocking. And I was like, yeah, hell yeah. And, um, you know, um, thanks to God, you know, I was able to break a record and uh sun run. I did uh, 57 BCs in like 60 days. I'm really proud of that. And, um, you know, now I've made a, a lifestyle, I've made a, a living out of door knocking and helping people. Um and and it all goes back to that, you know, just be being able to talk to everybody, you know, which I learned at the barbershop, shop. Whether it's um somebody who's homeless or somebody who's um, you know, in the um economical um ladder, like low income, or if it's somebody that's like, you know, a one percent person, yeah, just being able to like level And have a conversation where, you know, you can connect with the person. Because it's all about just connecting with the person. Um, And and if you have that connection, you you have it all with them, right? That's amazing.
0: No, and I I, I strongly believe that sometimes you, like you said, I believe myself that I was going to be out of this situation. I didn't even question it. I think in life, personally, I know myself, I, I see a vision of my future. I know where the end result is. But during the process, I find myself making all these changes, trying to seek for that future, right? So I need to get to that goal. And in the time, there's dips, there's falls, there's highs, there's lows. And one thing I'm kind of this year was my my hardest year financially. But opportunity-wise, I feel like I've grown so much as a person. I think I'm able to reflect now and look at the things I've learned. Things needed to happen this way for me to overcome those obstacles of life, those adversities. But also, you know, know that it's aligning to my purpose, which is the goal that I have in mind. And I think I I strongly believe, I mean, that in life, the things you do, like you being a chef is something that was meant for you to do because it's a it builds you as a person. You know, who knows down the line what that means for you? You know, maybe it's 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 a a feature that you have that's going to unite your family, that's going to bring your grandkids, your kids will remember you as that you're that, that, that entity for the dinners, you know? You're the one that brings that joy and, and stuff like chef. that. The master chef.
2: <laughs> Best way, I would say, in my opinion, to overcome that kind of stuff is hold yourself accountable for whatever. You know, don't, don't go out there try to blame other people for your fuck-ups, fuck you know?
0: And that that's a hard lesson, you know? I think for me, is I always like to find, Oh, previously that, you know, I always find what went wrong you know but not really exactly, pointing the finger inward exactly, you know exactly
2: don't be you know i've I seen that happening people yeah. they fuck up things and they they try to blame all yeah. this way you know you know but that makes them feel good that's the type of person they are yeah you know by the best way to overcome that you know Take
0: responsibilities for, you know, own act. It's a tough pill to swallow, you know, that, because you have to put your ego aside. You have to really that's, see yourself as the problem, you know? Ego is a big
2: thing here. You cannot mix ego with business. Yeah.
0: I think you you need... Ego is important because it allows you to believe in yourself. It allows you to... to
2: create one point.
0: Creertela, you know? Yeah, sí, pero a, but once, mean, Exactly. Llega
2: hasta un punto. Tú no puedes...
0: Que, you rely no, que yo soy
2: creerte el yeah. mejor y no escuchar. Yeah. ¿Me entiendes? Tu tienes que ser abierto, escuchar, porque de la vida cada día se aprende más. Yeah. Mira, yo tengo ya, voy para 44 años. El próximo mes.
1: Trompichón todavía. Y
2: no, no, yo soy un niño.
1: O sea, <ríe> no, <yo tengo ríe> canal, ya,
2: los dos, yo tengo cinco hijos, dos nietos. Los, dos, los hijos míos están graduados de la universidad todos, menos la chiquita que tengo que tiene 7 años bueno no, los dos más pequeños todavía no, uno va para el college ya. pero yo siempre le digo, sea responsable de sus actos yeah. ¿Verdad? Eh, tú hablas yo tengo uno de 18 tú hablas con él, tú piensas que está hablando con un adulto de 40 años That's ¿entiendes? Porque, porque yo los errores que yo cometí en mi Juventud, aunque todavía estoy es joven. Ya.
0: Yeah.
2: Eh, yo trato de que mis hijos no lo cometan. Yo le hablo de las cosas. Yo tuve hijos muy joven. Ya. Yeah. ¿Verdad? Entonces yo a mis hijos yo le hablo. Mira esto, esto y esto. Es bueno tenerlo, pero es mejor conoce a la persona primero y después procede. Cuando tú estés seguro que esa es donde tú quieres estar, la persona que tú quieres estar, entonces eso eso es todo. Yo todo lo, y los errores que yo cometí no es nada de que yo wow oh, oh, no, si yo sé no lo hubiese hecho no es nada de yo arrepentirme hoy en día algo yeah. como que yo lo cargo en mi espalda no porque yo nunca nunca tuve problemas con nadie por ahí yo siempre yeah. más tranquilo mi, mi propio, en mis propias cosas otra cosa yo mi, el el que tengo más control de ellos que es el más jovencito de 18 años es un Tú lo ves, ¿cómo te digo? La disciplina que ese niño tiene es algo increíble. Que juega fútbol. Ya. Yeah. Que juega, él ya eh, va a aceptar una oferta para ir para Georgetown. Oh,
0: wow. Si sí, el de Fishing cool. Y. El que nos saque la pobreza, a todos. No, no, claro, claro. Y es lo que te digo. Y mientras eh, yo
2: pueda, lo que te digo, él tiene 18 años. Yo estoy ahí para él. Yeah. Para lo que sea. Yo le digo a él, Joel, mira. Eh, para que aprendas a tener responsabilidad, trabaja para que tú tengas para tu gasolina y cuando quieras salir por ahí. Yo lo que es las otras cosas, yo te, yo te lo pongo yo, pero estudia. Yeah. ¿Me entiendes? Ese niño es de. Trabaja para la oradía, día gimnasio y su escuela.
1: Disciplina. No,
2: tiene una disciplina tremenda ese niño. El otro varón también, eso es ya él es el ingeniero. Yeah. ¿Me entiendes? Pero como le digo, yo a mí. Yo siempre digo a ellos, sigue los resultados. ¿Me entiendes? Esa es, la, esa es la, la mejor manera de tú ser alguien en la vida, en el
0: futuro. ¿Cómo identificas los los resultados? Cuando entras en un cuarto o una oportunidad, en tu mente, ¿qué estás viendo para obtener esos resultados? No, es, Lo esas que cosas?
2: te digo, tú tienes que ver quién, quién si tú entras a un fío... De yeah. tú tienes que ver quién le está yendo bien, quién ha hecho su nombre en base a trabajo, ya yeah. tú no puedes seguir a que esté improvisando, me entiendes que se crea que el que más que sabe que esto no, no siga los resultados. Yeah. Yo, eso mismo, le digo a mis hijos: vea, donde te vaya, donde sea, siga el que tiene los resultados, me entiendes, respete eso, respete la opinión del loco también, pero siga el que tiene los resultados. Eso es todo y es lo que le digo es, si vas vas a cometer menos errores en la vida porque hay errores que salen caros oh, sí. yo he cometido varios oh, me yeah. entiende eh, yo te digo una cosa yo mismo al principio salirme de Somnol para mí fue un error me entiende aunque con verdad yo estaba cansado de las reuniones tantas reuniones con los que me sirvieron sí. pero yo moverme de ahí para otro lado no un, un error una cagada me entiende Que después al tiempo se vino viendo, pero como te digo, en la vida todos los días aprendemos más y más.
0: Y a veces tiene que pasar cosas así para que la oportunidad que era buena se, se muestre, you ¿no? Know? Comparison de las dos cosas, you ¿no? Know? Cuando algo está bueno, ahora tienes visto cómo no se hacen las cosas.
2: No, no, claro, claro, yo es lo que te digo, yo en, el, en, el, en, en, en medio de ese rol, yo me junté con personas buenas. Yeah también es lo que te digo, yo no digo que nadie es malo, pero bueno, te digo, bueno yo, pensar exacto yo sigo los resultados no el que como como el, el que está inventando nunca, nunca la vida, no va para lado.
0: ¿Qué oportunidad te ha pasado donde pensaste que era una buena oportunidad y te sale completamente lo opuesto <risa> Let me no, say no, nada, what say. opportunity that you thought it was the right move and comp- was
1: completely different.
0: Leaving Sunrun for for both of us. Yeah, I said yeah.
2: But you know, that, right now, I mean,
1: well, we got—we're not going to say the name, but you know, the the company we went to after Sunrun. It, it, to me,
2: even though it was, it was good people, that I mean, it was, it was a mess. I mean, like I said, you had to be in order for you to be sus- successful on yeah. You had to be organized. You know, you cannot improvise especially in this type of business everything is there you know everything you know it's everyone in this business especially if you come from some run, you go to all these big companies out there right now there's someone that came from Somran, for sure without a doubt someone that came from Somran. yeah you know and like i said i mean to me to me it was big mistake even though I left my doors open there, you know, I did really well there, I didn't get fired, you know, cause you know, you don't, you don't have the numbers, you, they yeah. kick you out.
0: Yeah.
2: It's not like, oh, I just wanna work with someone and I stay there and I won't do shit. No, you gotta produce yeah. to be there in order to, to survive in some
1: It's a machine, but you know how they say it. Sometimes you gotta take one step back to take three steps forward. And at at this point, um, you know, with what we have going on, it's definitely uh, we look at we look at it as almost necessary that we had to take that one step back to take the three steps forward. Um, Our company slogan right now is actually um, in Latin. It's uh, "Prestigious Vitae," which um, in English translates to a uh, prestigious life. So, um, you know, right now we're in the, uh, the health and wellness um, industry, right? Um, and also just like education, right? We, we like to give customers, like educate them on what's going on um, in their home and how we can help them. And uh, that's what we want to do is help everybody live a prestigious life.
2: And <clears throat> not just that. Going back to um, the stuff we went through and like all this process, whatever, we we been picking up all the positive stuff, yeah. And then we learn from our mistakes. We would we try not to make those mistakes with New England Water Pros. You know, we're trying to do good to people and other stuff, and you know, we want people to make money doing you know the water filters they sell. By itself, yeah. You know, it's there's no more. Oh, you're gonna ruin your credit waiting in the solar process and all that stuff. You know, your bills are gonna get behind. Your rent, your mortgage is gonna get behind. It's
1: not 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 to to brag, but we actually, for a fact, we pay more um, for solar installation than any other company I know. And this is actually a fact. We pay more for water filtration than any other company in the United States.
2: Well, right, last month, my, I, t- I took home $30,000 just out of, out of the water filters. That's beautiful. You know, I As mean, people it's good. I mean, well, for all these solar guys that are working with us in the water, you know, I mean, it's a really big help. Yeah. Because what, to me right now, what, I, what we, I'm doing, all the solar stuff is going straight to the bank. I won't even look at it.
0: Yeah.
2: I'm not waiting for any installations right now. I'm not, you know, oh my God, I got, you know, I gotta wait a month too much. No, I'm not. You know, you know but as you know, time kills deals. Yeah. But the company that we work with, they, they're really fast. You know, they're always in contact with the customers. You leave the customer house, they get you get a side survey, the following day, just like Samra does.
0: Yeah. How do people? How can people that are interested in joining your team or working with you guys get in contact with you guys?
2: Well, we, like I said, we hiring for New England water pros for the filters, maintenance plates, and all that stuff. Solar is something that we do, you know, on the on the on the separate, separate side places, through yeah. through a through a, one of the biggest companies in, in nice. here. We they are like how many states? 48. 48 states, they are all over the country. So, Perfect. yeah, so we. What well, we own, it's New England water pros. Perfect. Solar is a side hustle, you
0: know. It's going it was the main business. hustle. Became the. Side it
2: was, house. yeah, it was. <laughs> but you know, like I said, now I mean, I'm, I'm. I tell you one thing. I'm all about the water. I'm all about the water business, and I just, uh, yesterday we signed a, we signed a, nice contract with you know. With a big company in the US. So we're also working. Any
1: it. pros. Any pros. Anything you need.
0: Anything you need. we
2: be to pimp your home with zero cost.
0: Are you guys thinking internationally, going, bringing this to different countries? I mean, like
2: I said, we we need to be like, get really organized because yeah. we don't want to make any mistakes.
1: The any, short answer any is yes.
2: Ups, you know, like I said. <laughs> The better the structure is, and then in the future, we might, you know, perfect. we'll be thinking about doing other stuff. But... Amazing.
0: All right, so this is the What advice do you give to someone that's struggling, you know, getting paid from smaller solar companies um, that's going through that, that hardship right
2: well, now? Well, I've seen that happen. Yeah. I mean, just get a lawyer. Go, go to the attorney general. Look what happened to um, Commonwealth. They were not paying the reps. That's how it is. I mean, on my, like, I'm good. You pay pay me, you're good. You don't pay me, then we deal, you know, we deal with the issue a different way. Yeah. That's how it is. I would tell anybody, if you're having problems getting paid, go to the the attorney general. They'll they'll get your money. Because there's, especially here in Lawrence, there's a lot of small companies that they're playing. I know a few situations that. Yeah. You know, they took the installation money, the guy didn't get anything, and you know, they're just, they're just playing games with people's um, money. You don't play with people's money. You know, if, you, if you're out there, you mean you wait for the whole process for two, three months, four months sometimes, even five months with some companies, oh, yeah. you know, when they're not organized. But, um, you know, you, you expect them to get paid. They don't pay, you go to the attorney general, they'll make them pay. Same. Make sure, like, see, I'm the type of person I would take, I take pictures of everything. I keep all the receipts, every, the receipts, emails, I take pictures of everything. You you mess around with my money, and then you're gonna have to pay me 10 times whatever you want. Cool. Uh, like I said, I don't, I, don't, I don't play with people's money. Yeah. You know, we're, we're our guys, we pay them right away. You know, because you know, they're out there, they're working because they want to make money. You know, we don't, we don't hold their freaking money, we boom, right away. Yeah. Right away, that's the way to go. And then they, psh, you should see their faces when they get paid. Oh, should like when on the first payment, like oh, this is legit. Like of course it is. Yeah, man. I have we. I have a guy. He has what fourteen sales already. He just started less than two months ago. You know, he's happy. He's making money.
0: Yeah, life changing you know? opportunity. He was
2: like, whoa. but, I mean. Psh. He had, a, he had another job. He was making good money, but not as much as the um, water, water business. Mm-hmm. He quit his other job. Like, all right, what you got to do now?
0: Yeah.
2: All right. So right cool. now on the water, like I said, you could make up to $3,500 single sale, which is, you know, within days. There's no waiting time, no nothing. Same day
1: install, s- paid in the same week. There's no under, no other industry like that right now.
2: Oh yeah, you get paid right away. I mean, That's there's crazy. water filtration companies out there that will give you two thousand dollars on installation. You can make thirty five hundred dollars on in, in one installation. If you if it's a bigger system, you can make up to six thousand dollars. Yeah. Right now, uh, I will be running something with. Um, top um, reps it will be an extra five hundred dollars per sale. I mean twenty five hundred dollars a month if they complete five sales. If they complete ten, it'll be five thousand dollars.
0: In addition to whatever. In addition make. to whatever they make. Guys jump on this opportunity. Oh yeah, why not? Definitely. Anything you want to leave the episode with? Um, advice you give to your kids. Advice I give to
2: my kids: One thing I always talk to them about is about drugs. I mean, when I use when they were small, I used to drive around Broadway here. There's a lot of homeless people, people with problems, you know, do drugs. I would always stop. Used to tell them, "Listen, I'm pretty sure this person started with a friend. Just try this." Here, nothing's gonna happen. Just try. it. Don't be stupid. This and that. And look how they are right now. Where where, what their friends are. You know, I always you know, like I said, my kids they stay away from that, which is which is you know a bad thing happening to a lot of young people out there right now.
0: Yeah, it's a big problem. Like
2: I said, I never done drugs in my life. I'm forty four years. I'll be forty four next month. You see, I used to drink a lot of beer. I used to have like probably thirty five beers a week. Now. People. Zero. Zero.
1: Yeah.
2: Sometimes you know, we go out on a meeting, whatever. probably probably have a beer and that's it. And then I get a headache right away, so <laughs> I'm
1: yeah.
0: saying
2: when I stop drinking beer, I drop forty pounds. That's amazing. Without doing a diet. Just the beer. Just the beer.
1: healthy healthier living. How about you? Um, um there's a note that I would um would leave off on is um, you know me and Miguel come through. Let us pimp your home. Oh yeah. you <laughs>
2: ready for it. And, not just uh, I mean doesn't matter how your credit is. We'll be able to help you. And um, I, you're gonna get a lot of free stuff from us. That's one thing too, like home insulation and stuff like that if you have like really old windows we should be able to take care of it as long as you get you know some of our other product yeah you can bundle all the package package together pimp your home home for nothing zero (laughs) see zero up
0: front yeah
1: live prestigiously um follow us on um, new england water pros that's our handle for instagram and facebook and um, you can follow me at Solar with on Instagram and TikTok. Miguel, do you have any handles you want to drop? Um, no, just follow the results. So I gotta say. follow
0: the results. Follow the there results. results
1: always.
0: <laughs> thank you guys for being on this episode, of Ponte Pilas, and put all the credentials here on this episode, and thank you for the time. Thank, thank you. you